Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Philippine shares managed to rise above the region following the release of the country's 2019 GDP numbers. Philippine stocks took GDP data which landed close to targets in stride, with the index even managing to jump back to the 7,600 level. For the day, the PSE index added 2 percent, or 148 points, to close at 7,616. 5.9, uh, although it's below the 6 percent, it's still a great number, I think. Um, 6.4 for the quarter, despite me wanting 6 so what is the trend, right? We started from low fives and now we're going at mid, mid success and that the trajectory is going, is going up. We've seen the projects. I think it's, it's, the economy is doing pretty well. It's just the stock market for the last two days that has not moved in line with the economy, although today was a great surprise. ING Bank Manila says the sluggish growth momentum now points to the need for more policy easing sooner rather than later. From the Philippine Central Bank, ING Bank sees a 25 basis point cut from BSP's first policy meeting for the year on February 6th. While Security Bank sees a 50-50 chance for a February move with a slight tilt towards higher odds, he says the BSP will get guidance from domestic liquidity, credit growth, as well as January inflation, which could provide indications of the extent of price pressures from the Taal situation. Outside the Philippines, most markets in the region slipped as the death toll from the coronavirus rose. Analysts believe over the medium term, the potential spread of the virus and its economic impact could become the bigger drivers of the market. Regina Capital says more than drug makers or hospitals, investors should look at tourism play, possibly one of the first few to take a hit. China is a major source of our uh, tourist dollars, uh, indirect jobs, and, and uh, the money that comes in. So I would be looking at that if this you know, persists for a certain number of time. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Despite slower growth for 2019, the Philippine government is confident the country's economy will be able to bounce back this year. Ron Cruz reports. The Philippine government unfazed by the slowdown in the country's economy in 2019. Presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo says it isn't something to be worried about, expressing confidence the government's economic managers will be able to turn the situation around. So why worry? I think we have competent economic managers. Remember, di ba yung inflation rate natin eh? Communication Secretary Martin Andanar also lauding the Duterte administration's determination to sustain the country's growth despite falling short of its 2019 target. As for socioeconomic planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia, he believes 2020 will be a better year for the Philippine economy. But he's calling on lawmakers to do their part and implement urgent economic reforms. We also need to pass industrial policies that are propelled by innovation to encourage private investments and increase the efficiency of conducting transactions with government agencies. 
This includes the passage of the corporate income tax and investments incentives, rationalization act, and the proposed amendments to the Foreign Service Act, the Public Service Act, and the Retail Trade Act to eliminate policy uncertainties that affect the country's business climate. Also with the entry of the third telecommunications player this year, the passage of the Open Access Data in Data Transmission Act should also be expedited to address barriers to entry of data service providers and reduce inefficiencies. Philippine Finance Chief Carlos Dominguez also maintains a bullish outlook for the country's economy. He believes increased government spending on infrastructure and social services, stronger domestic consumption, and revitalized agriculture sector will boost the country's GDP growth. Dominguez also launched a swift approval of the 2020 budget, saying it will help sustain the economic team's catch-up spending plan. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Many on edge following the rapid global spread of the new coronavirus from China. As Rafael Bosano tells us, the Philippine Health Department is not discounting the possibility the virus will eventually enter the country. The Philippine Civil Aeronautics Board suspends indefinitely all flights between the Philippines and the Chinese city of Wuhan, where a new coronavirus was first detected. Effective today, suspended the lahat ng flights na between the Philippines and Wuhan. And Wuhan. Indefinite until further notice. Eight times a week lang naman ang flight uh -oh. natin dyan. Wuhan muna ang suspendido. Mm -hmm. At yung iba, ay eh, ating babantayan. Ano? Kasi meron din balita, meron din sa... Office in Central Philippines are observing the condition of an 18-month-old boy after showing signs of fever. He arrived in Aklan International Airport from Nanjing, China, and is said to also have had a history of traveling to Wuhan. On Thursday, his condition improved and his samples have also been submitted to the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine for confirmatory tests for the Wuhan coronavirus. A flight attendant who chose to self-quarantine in Calibo has been discharged from hospital. A family said to have had exposure to the Wuhan coronavirus and arrived in Manila from Hong Kong on Wednesday has been reached by the Epidemiology Bureau. The health department says they don't need to be isolated. Cebu Pacific has been very helpful. We've been working with the Bureau of Immigration and the other airport authorities, and the Epidemiology Bureau has already located and contacted the four family members, and none of them are ano, no, suffering from any illness. Walang sakit sila. So, wala namang need for us to do any tests on them or to admit them or to hold them in isolation. This raises questions on how they were able to pass through quarantine officers. Domingo says there are certain criteria that have to be met in order to be considered a person under investigation. These include travel history to China, particularly in Wuhan, working in a health facility in Wuhan, exposure to a patient diagnosed with a Wuhan coronavirus, and showing signs and symptoms of respiratory illness. There are six known coronaviruses. Of the six coronaviruses, four are actually very mild. 
and there are two that can be deadly, which is SARS and MERS-CoV. So right now, what we have is the seventh known coronavirus, which is the novel coronavirus for 2019. Domingo says they are not discounting the possibility that the virus will eventually enter the Philippines. The strategy now of WHO really is to make sure lang that when it does spread and when it happens, that we are able to isolate and contain the cases and manage them well. Dapat isipin natin na may darating para handa tayo. Airports across the globe have started to implement measures to identify travelers exhibiting symptoms of the virus. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte approves a probe into an agreement between Ayala Land and the University of the Philippines on the UP Techno Hub. As Dina Ponteorig tells us, the government is urged to reconsider the sentiments of foreign investors on its crackdown on alleged onerous deals. A looming probe into an alleged onerous contract. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte greenlights an investigation into the 25-year agreement between Ayala Land and the University of the Philippines on the UP Techno Hub. Presidential Legal Counsel and Spokesman Salvador Panelo earlier recommended the probe into the contract, citing an article that Ayala is paying only 22 pesos per square meter as monthly rental for the Quezon City property. Ayala has denied the claim, saying it had been paying 171 pesos per square meter to the university. UP and Ayala have also denied their onerous provisions in the contract, which is set to expire in 2033. Ayala Land, however, welcomed a transparent review of the Technohub complex lease contract. First, we want to see the contract. Because UP may not know. May not know about the onerous provisions. They, the land was developed right? and the UP was earning. Panelo says he would acquire a copy of the lease deal from the state university, adding he could review the contract as the president's chief legal counsel, or he could also refer it to the Department of Justice. If the deal is found to be onerous, Panelo said he would seek recommendations of the finance and justice departments and the office of the solicitor general. Manila's economic agency, meanwhile, says the Philippine government's contract review is a sensitive matter, but it should be done. It points out, though, the Duterte administration should also consider comments from economists and credit rating agencies on the potential negative impact of the review. We do want to send, uh, send a strong signal that uh, uh, we, we will not be tolerating this honest contract. The, one of the lessons going forward is that uh, we should actually be, there has to be some sun, sunset clause, a review clause at least uh, in this. Uh, in, in this, uh, this is really a very delicate balancing act that needs to be done. BPI lead economist June Neri agrees, warning a credit rating downgrade is possible if government will make it hard for the private sector, both foreign and local, to do business in the country. Even if you have monetary policy, uh, full throttle, even if you bring down the policy rate all the way down to 3%, back to 3% where it was in 2018, that will, be, that will not be enough to be, to, to be able to investments in the economy if we continue to make it difficult for the business community to, 
uh, rely on uh, on contracts, no? on the sanctity of contracts. No? If uh, they feel that they, these contracts will be broken and will not be respected in the next uh, uh, few years, then uh, investments will, will not be strong as it was in the last uh, decade, no? where we saw investment growth really driving the, the, the economy, especially in the second half of the previous decade. No? Panelo, however, assures investors there's nothing to worry about, saying that the president only wants to protect the country's interests. Dino Puantirig, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.